Welcome to the Peace Church Life Group Leaders Podcast. As a church, we've been called to help everyday people experience life change through Christ-centered relationships. And life groups play a crucial role in that mission. This podcast is a resource to help equip you as you seek to lead your life group well. I'm your host, Drew Hill, and I'm with Aaron Pierce, our multiplication pastor and leader of our life group ministry. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Peace Church Life Group Leaders Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about a really important topic, and that is this, how we can help people grow spiritually. Now, this is an important topic to talk about for a couple different reasons. The first reason is this, we want our life groups to be a place that isn't just a study that we come to weekly, um, but we want it to be a place where people can grow spiritually. Also, as life group leaders, we need to look for opportunities um, that we can use to help our people grow in our life groups. And so that's why we're talking about how do we help our people grow spiritually. So Aaron, tell us, how do we help our people grow spiritually? I think this one's one that we almost take for granted in that we get so used to the mundane or routine nature of life group that we forget. Like the whole purpose that we're doing this is to help put them in an environment where God can do work in their lives and our lives, encouraging one another. And so one of the things that we want to do when we talk about this is the first thing is you've got to change your perspective from just seeing it as a study, like you mentioned in the intro, to learning to see the group as an opportunity for spiritual growth. All this is really saying is it can be very tempting for us as life group leaders to get in the rut of routine versus realize every single group meeting, I have the opportunity for us to open God's Word together, have Him speak to me and speak through me, maybe to somebody else, and just see Him move. It's almost like you have to have an expectation that when we get together as a group of believers with God's Word open, that He's going to do something. And I'll just be honest, as even the life group pastor, it can be even easy for me to just get in a routine of, we're going to show up, it's the same people, you know, it's it's kind of routine, but I've had to start praying and doing small things to say, God, how do I really focus on helping people grow spiritually, not just show up for a meeting? And so all of this to say, it's really a perspective change. And Drew, I'm going to flip this back to you for a second, because as the college life group leader, you guys have seen some really cool stuff happen, honestly, just the last few months. I mean, true, like the last year, but I mean, more recently, you've seen God actually work. And so to speak to that a little bit about how that perspective really speaks into the, what God is doing in your group. Yeah, so it was really important for Emerson and I to remember that our life group is is not just a place where we're coming to meet or to hang out and to have fun together. Sure, we do that stuff, um, but it's a place for God to... Uh, allow us to exist in a biblical community, right? It's a place where we can get to know the people in our life group a little bit better. Uh, we can talk about the stuff that we're struggling through together. And it, it it's not just a place for us to come get head knowledge, but a place for us to experience what it's like to be in a community of believers who are all following after Jesus. And what you just said there is really important because it implies you're going to have people from different walks of life both in terms of their literal life experience, but also spiritually, Mm -hmm. right? So I may have the guy who's brand new believer, or maybe he's been in church his whole life, but he doesn't really know much about God. I may have the girl who's really solid in her faith and she's mature, all in the same group. And so one of the ways in talking about changing our perspective is like you just said, and if I could almost put it into like one quick statement, it's like the idea that I join the group, not just what I get out of it, but what I can give to it. Hmm. It's the difference between me being a consumer and me being a giver. So if I'm spiritually mature, let's just be honest, I may not get something super amazing 
knowledge-wise out of every meeting, but I have the chance to speak into somebody or share something that can encourage somebody who is less mature. And that all happens when I see the group meeting as an awesome opportunity to see spiritual growth versus, oh, what can I get out of this knowledge-wise? What can I learn? Yeah, I mean, you always want to have that attitude too, right? But mm-hmm. not by itself. And so I think that's a, a good thing. The first thing is really changing that perspective and to see it that way. I think secondly, how do you can see how to help people grow spiritually is the intentionality of using your group discussions to see who needs spiritual growth. Hmm. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you cuz we've already highlighted this a little bit, but like what is it about life groups in particular for you, Drew, where it allows you opportunities to see spiritual growth versus say a classroom environment or a Sunday morning service environment? Like, what is it unique about life group that that happens? Yeah, um, it's very unique about life groups, and it really brings out personal faith and where people are in their faith. A couple things. Uh, First thing is we speak in I statements in our group. And so if there's a question or a discussion going on about a specific topic or or the sermon that we've listened to that morning, um, our people in our group are forced to say, I uh, this impacted me in a certain way, or I think, you know, and so it shows you where they're at spiritually because they're not just answering a factual question where, oh, here's the right answer. I got it right. Um, it's saying, hey, this is how it's impacting me spiritually. Um, another really unique thing about life groups is it's discussion based. And so, like I just mentioned, it's not about, you know, get question one, two, and three right and you'll get 100%. It's about, hey, how are you experiencing this question or or this idea in your life spiritually? And so uh, it really really lets you see into people's spiritual life. And what's really cool is when you begin to have a group that's comfortable with themselves, growing together, that, that, that door is naturally opening every week. They're coming in and they're saying, hey, this is what I'm going through. This is how I'm struggling through that. Um, and that's where you really start to see, hey, this group can be used for spiritual growth. No, you're, you're right, exactly. And I think it all comes back to the whole idea that, you know, out of the mouth, the heart speaks. And so like you said, because we're not asking information questions, I now have the chance to listen when their mouth speaks, what is their heart really saying, hmm. right? So if I'm the leader and I'm just showing up and expecting some fun discussion and I'm not really reading between the lines, I'm not looking back, peering behind the statement and saying, what does that say about this person? You and I have actually talked about this before hmm. um, offline where you might have somebody in the group that says something that's like really off. <laughs> they may think it sounds really good in their sure. mind, but it's off. And the tendency for us is to be like, oh, that's dumb or that's wrong. But all you're doing is belittling that person instead of thinking, no, it's not about that they're not on my level. Instead, it's, hey, they're telling me right now that they don't know certain things or they don't understand fully how grace works or whatever it is we're talking sure. about. And so instead of seeing it as, oh, man, I don't, why, how, how could this person think that way? I should instead, as an intentional leader, see it as this is a chance for me to speak in this person's life because they're clearly communicating they don't understand this truth or this concept. And so seeing the group discussions as an opportunity to pursue spiritual growth changes the perspective again from just the Bible study, I'm learning something, to I can now listen to them, their heart basically by what they say. And from there, as an intentional leader, we talked about one of the early episodes, I can then pursue something with them. And I've said this before, I think, on here, or maybe it's on the other podcast that we do with discipleship, but just to clarify, there's there's really two types of discipleship. And we say this kind of tongue-in-cheek. I mean, But what we mean by that is there's formal and informal. Formal discipleship is like joining a D group, doing a one-on-one curriculum study. That's like a, a structured thing, right? Yeah. Informal discipleship is 
hey man, I see you're struggling with something or confused about something or maybe you just need help for a season and I just take them out to lunch or I text them or I reach out to them and maybe do something for a few weeks, right? I'm, I'm informally investing in their life. I'm not taking them through a study or a structure yet. It's just speaking into their life. And I feel like if you listening as life group leaders will see discipleship as broader than just the formal structure and it's also include the informal moments, like you have a great opportunity as life group leaders to speak into your group members. Because of what you just shared, Drew, the way that discussions can allow us to see into people's heart, that gives me the chance to speak in. And it doesn't mean I have to start a D group with them for a year. It might just mean for a few weeks, I'm going to meet up with them and say, hey, let me share with you about how I pray or what questions do you have about the Bible? Or, hey, you are struggling with this concept of grace. Let's talk through that, right? Whatever it is. And so just being intentional to use your group discussions for that purpose is really how a way you can help them grow spiritually. And then the last thing is more of the formal structure. So I, I didn't, I'm not going to like bait and switch here and say <laughs> everything I just said is canceled. But one real true way to help them grow spiritually is to connect individuals in your group into discipling relationships. Now that does include informal discipling relationships, but really we're talking here about something more formal like a D group or like um, one-on-one relationship where it's a more, I'm going to take you through this, build a foundation for you, or I'm going to get you in a D group, hold you accountable, get you in a scripture reading plan, whatever um, that may look like. But man, the life group is one of the best places for that. So Drew, I'm going to ask you this question, and you didn't know this was coming. You didn't actually know any of these are coming, yeah. so this is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you answered the first two so good, so I have confidence that you're going to kill this one. Let's do it. Um, as long as you don't say LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, he I have is. full confidence in you, other than that. <laughs> um, so, like, why are life groups such a good pool for discipling relationships? Yeah, great question. Um, they're a great pool because you're already building a Christ-centered relationship with these people. Um, you're not you're necessarily going as deep as a D group, but you're seeing them week in and week out. You're you're, you're eating with them, you're hanging out with them, um, you're serving with them outside of your life group. Um, you're getting to know the people who are close to them around them if they come as a couple. And uh, and so the reason why it's such a good pool is because you're getting to know these people already. Another thing is is because just like in the second uh, point, you can see where they're at spiritually. And so you may say, hey, you know this person in my life group. Maybe I can informally disciple them, encourage them, because they're farther along spiritually. Let them step into maybe a leadership role or or, or co-facilitating a life group. And maybe someone needs real formal, um, foundational type training or, or study um, through discipleship. And so it's a really good pool because uh, it's it's like a litmus test, right? The, the life group tells you where people are and, and what they need in their walk. And so, yeah. No, you're right. Because it's relational, right? And relationships take time. And so it's awkward if you're going really into the deep end in discipleship and you don't know somebody. I'm not saying it doesn't happen or can't happen. It's happened for me. But that's way more awkward than you've been in my life group for six months or a year and I know you. I'm going to ask you to do a D group now. And it totally bridges that gap between the relationship that I don't have and the relationship I need to have to get into discipleship. And so I get asked a question more common related to discipleship than any other question is, where do I find people to disciple? And I always tell them, get in a life group. If you're not a life group leader, that's fine. You can get in a group with the aim of who can I find out by what they're saying in discussion, like we talked about in the last point, tells me they need to grow spiritually so that I can invest in them. Or if you are a life group leader, we don't want to overwhelm you. We understand 
you know, your time is limited. And so maybe you can plug them with somebody else. Yeah. But if you do have the time, man, that's a great opportunity to disciple people is you know where they're at spiritually based on what they're sharing in the group. And so why not reach out to people you already know? And it really establishes that foundation. And I actually, my very first D group two or three years ago, um, three of the four guys came out of my life group. And what's interesting, I took for granted that that comfortability yeah. because my second D group, none of them knew each other, at least not very well. And man, it was so awkward. And I couldn't put my finger on it at first. And it hit me later on. The first group, they had known each other for almost a year through my life group. And so they had that relationship. We opened up faster because we already knew stuff about each other that we were already going to be asking. Whereas that second group, it was super awkward. And so you have this chance, all that to say, you have this chance as a life group leader to go beyond the life group and really impact your people. And where all this kind of wraps up, if you could sum up everything we've said is, life groups are a great environment to continuously encourage and equip and build community. But real discipleship is going to happen in even smaller settings. And so as a life group leader, it's really important that people that need that get that whether it's informally or formally, but how you can help your people grow spiritually is to move them into those one-on-ones or small D-group settings where they're really challenged to grow. And then that's when you can see things happen. And I'll just close with like a personal example. That first D-group I had that was mostly out of my life group, man, it sparked my life group because God was working in those guys' hearts. It worked in their wives' hearts, and they ended up reaching out to my wife, and she started a D-group with some of them, and the handful of people that couldn't or just wasn't able to um, do a D-group with us that was still left in our life group, they were so hungry for it that many of them went on to be in a D-group later because it just set that tone. And so it's funny how it works both ways. Life group is a pool for D-groups, yes, but also D-groups catalyze life groups. Hmm. And so all that to say discipleship is the key to helping them grow spiritually. Life group is the pool to see that happen. If I could sum up everything in just that sentence. Yeah, uh, man, really good stuff. Uh, you know, here at Peace Church, we're all about making disciples who make disciples. And so, man, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, if you would, subscribe, um, like our, our podcast anywhere you listen, uh, and make sure you tune in next week at the Peace Church Life Group Leaders Podcast. We out.